You are listening to the Talisha Talks podcast for women who conquer. I'm your host, coach, and life lover, Talisha Kim. It is my personal mission to help you live your best life, have radical joy, and turn perfectionism into purpose. In this podcast, you will explore the meaningful parts of your life, reinvent yourself, and turn your dream life into a reality. Yes, you really can have it all. Hello, my lovely friend. It's Talisha Kim, your emotional healing coach. What a fantastic day it is to be alive today. This episode that you are about to listen to is part two of the Trapped Emotions series. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I highly encourage you to go back, listen to that one. This one's going to make so much more sense when you do. So today, I want to teach you how to release your trapped emotions and replace them with what you actually want to feel. When you release the things trapped inside of you, you begin to feel lighter, happier, and more connected to those around you. So as I've been prepping for this, I swear negative things happen in my life that I need to learn and go through in order to show up here and help teach you more. So Just so you know, I am going through the same struggles and things that you are experiencing as you're listening to this and wanting to let go of. Just this week, I've had sabotage in my relationships and in my friendships. I've had overwhelm and stress. And so I actually ugly cried in the shower and it felt really, really good. So I just want you to know I'm right there with you doing this work and it really does feel so much better when you can let go of the negative that you're holding on to and replace it with how you actually want to feel. I wish that that was something that people taught me. I wish in school that instead of doing math all the time or our fluoride cups for a minute, did anyone ever take the fluoride? That was the funniest conversation I had with a bunch of girlfriends the other night about the fluoride cups we got to have and how they are so not COVID approved right now. But anyway, I wish that we would have taken time in school to talk about emotions, to talk about what to do when you're actually feeling them and how to be mindful in them. I mean, I think right now teachers are doing so much better at that mindfulness skill, but Holy moly, my generation, we would have done so much better with having some mindfulness, learning how to let go and free ourselves from the expectations and demands that are often placed onto us. And so last week, when you started setting your intention for how you wanted to feel, you started to recognize your thoughts and your feelings, what was going on. So you started to track and I want to ask you, How did it feel to see yourself in this way? You know, did it feel encouraging? Did it feel inspiring? How did you feel over the week as you were tracking your emotions and tracking those thoughts that came up? I remember when I first started tracking my thoughts and feelings, I was seriously blown away with how much of a negative person I was. Like, I was shocked. I thought I was always positive, but I saw how limiting I was on myself. I saw how angry I was at my husband, at my children, and really just overall the unrealistic expectations that I had on my life. It was really rough. And I was, like I said, blown away. 
So you may be afraid of what will happen as you start feeling and releasing. Fears like, well, I feel worse. Well, I feel tired and exhausted all the time. Well, I hurt in my relationships more. You know, I have those worries too. And I want you to know that those worries are just part of your mind trying to keep you safe because this is unknown territory that you're walking into. I've been talking a lot with my clients this week about anxiety and panic and how it shows up. And really one of the classic coping mechanisms of anxiety is to have perfectionism and control. And here's how it works. The feelings of anxiety, the feelings of uncertainty start to kick in. And because you feel so out of control inside, but don't know how to regain that balance in your life, you start to control other things around you. You start to control your home environment. So maybe you go into overly productive mode where you're constantly cleaning or constantly organizing because you're trying to create order somewhere in your life. And instead of focusing on the inside and what's going on for you. And then this triggers that perfectionism of everything needs to be just so before I can feel better. So you start to put those limits on yourself. And really that's what I see showing up right now in this conversation is that all the feelings that you have, it's creating a level of anxiety within you and you're not sure how to move through it. And it creates it in these thoughts, right? Like, am I gonna be more tired? Are my relationships going to hurt more? So you may have grown up in a home where you were told that it wasn't okay to express your feelings or you weren't nurtured by your parents in their words or in their actions. And maybe you were even told to stop crying or to not be so dramatic or to buck up or be tough or strong. Maybe that was some of the language that was used in your home and all this can make it so challenging to embrace your thoughts and feelings and to let them go because you feel this underlying sense and underlying pressure that you just have to buck up. You just have to move through it. That it's not okay to feel this way. That it is wrong to feel that way. And then that, that emotion, it starts to get trapped inside your body and you stop expressing yourself or you try to minimize yourself or censor yourself because you don't want other people to tell you that you're wrong or you're you're bad or you're not doing something right however you can do it though i had a session this week with a woman who had a beautiful experience and letting go of some of her trapped emotions so i want to share a little bit with you about that so she immediately connected to her teenage self when we started the process. She recognized that her teenage self was feeling a lot of guilt. She had a lot of responsibility. She was the oldest in her home. And I can still relate to this. I am the oldest in my family too. And I felt like there was a lot of responsibility on me to be a good example, to be a leader so that I could help show my siblings. And while those traits were really good to develop, the pressure was not what was okay. And my parents never, ever would they want me to feel pressure. It just was how I internalized that as a child. It was what I felt from that experience is my body took it on as pressure. And so when she connected in to those feelings of responsibility and all of the shame that she had felt and the guilt that she had felt, 
she honestly just started to sob and she was sobbing because she was letting that version of herself, that teenage self, she was letting that version of her finally feel, finally connect in to those feelings that she had buried and just tried to push down and get away from. And it was this really beautiful thing to watch her cry out and let herself be nurtured and loved because that was all her teenage self wanted. Her teenage self just wanted to be loved and cared for. And here she is now as a woman, you know, she's in her thirties and she's finally giving that teenage self that love that she needed at that time when she was helping her let go of that guilt. So as I helped her release all of those negative things, she told me that her teenage self told her how beautiful she is. She said that her teenage self also told her that she is proud of her for all the things that she is doing in her life and that she really turned her life around and how proud of her she was, that she was able to do that. In that moment, she transformed. She found her courage. She found inspiration to start working her business again and to take responsibility for herself. This was a huge moment. And I was so proud of her for going through this because right before we started, I was like, okay, are you ready to release? And she just had this sheer look of panic on her face. Like, ah, I don't know, please help me. <laughs> but she did, she released it. And it was so amazing to watch. I wish you guys could just be a fly on the wall for some of these sessions that I do and the amazing transformation that happens right after because they let go of all that is holding on. So I want to ask you, what can you accomplish if you focus on healing for the next six months? What could you accomplish in your life? How would you feel if you took the time for six months to focus on your healing? Now, I bet you're wondering, okay, Talisha, how can I do this? <laughs> How can I release emotions at home? These day-to-day -day feelings and thoughts that you've been experiencing and tracking that are weighing you down, they can be removed from your life. You do not have to come and see me to get things removed. And this is what I love about being able to do a podcast or in my Facebook group. If you are not over there, you're going to want to go join. It's called We Women Empowerment Society. And over there in that community, I teach you skills and tools that you need to be able to live your best life. And on this podcast here, like I'm so grateful that I can do this because I can't always meet one-on-one -on -one with every single person. Like it's just not a reality. And so I want to be able to give you the, the tool sets and the mindsets, things that you need to start living your best life. And then when you're ready to go even deeper, then I can help you at that level too. So I'm so excited to share these techniques with you. Make sure you have a pen and paper and that you are ready to write them down. And really the best thing that you can do is in the moment when you're ready to release, ask yourself, what technique do I need? And just do that and trust the process. I have had so many women have come through my door and I'm like, okay, you need to release every single day. And they're like, great, I got it. I will, I will do it. And then they go home and they don't do it. Why? Because they feel like they're doing it wrong or they feel like it's not being removed or they're nervous about it or they're not carving away time. 
And really all of that tells me it's there, that there is a fear there. There's a worry that if you let this go, what will happen? What will happen if you actually let go of the negative in your life? What will you have to do instead? And sometimes that thought can be very scary because you get used to your comfort zone, right? Even if you don't love it, you get used to the comfort of not liking your life. <laughs> it's a real thing. This is why I see a lot of women that it's really hard to leave abusive situations in their marriages or other relationships is because it is really hard to leave because you don't know what to expect on the other end of it. So even though it's uncomfortable to stay, the thought of leaving is even more uncomfortable. It's just like when you're dealing with emotions. Sometimes it is uncomfortable to stay where you're at, but it feels even more uncomfortable to go into something new. And so you just keep yourself stuck. You repeat the same things over and over and over again. And that is better to you because you'd rather have that comfort than the discomfort and pain of the outside perspective of if you actually started to improve your life and do things differently. So these techniques, they will help you to improve your life. And I want you to know that it's okay to trust yourself. It's okay to go into the unknown. It's okay to feel and to let this stuff go. That life will be hard. Life was not created to be easy for us by any means. However, you can extend that positive cycle in your life and you can reduce that negative cycle in your life. And I want you to know that it's possible, that that is real. I have experienced that time and time again, and you are totally worthy of that too. It does require you to be focused. It does require you to trust yourself and to allow yourself to let it go. You would be surprised with how many clients say they wanna let things go, and then they bring it right back into them. Seriously, that happens. Like, okay, I'm ready to let it go. And they release it and they're like, oh, but I'm so unworthy. I can't, you know, I can't really let this go. Like, what if my husband, what if my kids, what if my coworker? I'm like, okay, we got to let it go again. So you would seriously be so surprised by this. All right, diving in now. Have I built the suspense enough? Let's dive right on into it. So the first technique I have for you is called black journaling. And I'm going to give you a couple different ways to do this because, again, sometimes people get in their head and they're like, I'm not doing it right, Delisha. And they just get like all whiny, right? <laughs> and I want you to know there is no wrong way to release. The only wrong way to release is not to do it. Let me repeat that. The only long way to release is not to do it. So release, you guys. Release every single day. Yes, I said every day. You have to release every day. And I don't care if you're like, I don't know what to release today. Like, I didn't have a bad day. Guess what? You had a whole lifetime of living. I guarantee there has been some pet peeve, some annoyance, some type of crazy situation. A person cut you off in traffic. You can release it. Doesn't matter if it happened when you were in your mom's belly. You can release emotions at any point in your life. So there's no wrong way to do it unless you are not doing it. So for black journaling, the traditional way to do this is to have a pen and a paper. And what you do is on that pen and paper, you write down all of the feelings that you're having. This is where like 
I call it my vent fest, right? So instead of calling up my best friend or my sister or my mom, I'm going to vent all of the crazy, annoying, frustrating parts of my day onto this paper. And sometimes I have had to do this multiple times a day. I will be real. I'm a very big feelings girl. I have a huge heart and lots and lots of passion. And that means I also have a fiery temper to me and I love it and I embrace it. But that means that I don't want to give people that fiery temper. So I'm going to release a lot if I am so inclined and in that mood. <laughs> so pen and paper, you're going to write down all the negative and Sometimes your brain is like, I'm done, but then your body still feels that anger or that sad or mad. You keep writing until your body is done. If you cut it off when your mind tells you, that's just your mind stopping you and trying to keep you comfortable because it knows that you're drudging up the bad negative stuff trapped in your being. And a good rule of thumb here is you write at least three paragraphs. And that's usually when your brain is like, okay, we're done. And then you keep writing more. I'm serious, fill up the page. If you are only writing a paragraph, you are not writing enough about the frustrations that you have trapped inside of you. And then when you're done with all of the writing, this is the fun part, you get to tear the paper up. And you say, I choose to release every single thing I wrote down on this paper. I release it with love, I release it with praise, and I release it with gratitude. You tear that paper up and you throw it away. Now, for those of you who want to go a step further, which I highly, highly recommend, I feel like this really allows the energy to completely be released from you, assign that energy that you're releasing to your higher power. So for me, when I do this, I say I choose to release all that I am feeling to Christ. I allow him to take this and hold on to it for me and make it better. And I do that because if you just release the energy out into like the universe, like into your bubble of space, you are more likely to invite it back in because it doesn't have a higher vibration to take charge of it and turn it into a better vibration. So please go the extra mile and assign it to your higher power so that can be taken care of and it's not just hanging out in your energetic bubble there. Or you can also, instead of ripping it up and throwing it away, you can flush it down the toilet, you can light it on fire, of course, following all the proper safety measures, and it feels so, so good. Another way that you can do this is on your phone, Grab the voice memo app and just start speaking into it again like you are speaking to your best friend, your mom, your sister, whomever, your husband, whomever it is that you like to speak to when you are venting and you're just like frustrated and upset. Say it in your voice memo and then do the same thing. Release it. Allow your higher power to take that energy and vibration of it and then delete it from your phone. Here's the biggest thing with black journaling. Never do you ever show this to anyone, ever. It is for your eyeballs only. Yes, your eyeballs only. No one else's. Am I clear on that? Only your eyeballs. And then when you release it, you need to replace it with something else. You need to put in a positive vibration. 
So for the people in my Joy Fiction class right now, I made them affirmation cards and they have affirmation cards that they can use. For my clients, I help them to create a better story and a declaration statement that they can put back in for their life so that then they can actually create what they want to create. So those are my recommendations that way. Now, another way that you can black journal because it's come up with some people in my circles recently is you can write it as a letter to God. So some of you like to pray and release your feelings for the day. You can have a journal where you are writing your letters to God and just writing out all the pain that you're feeling. And then again, allow it to be released. But again, the kicker, do not hold on to it. Let that paper go. Never show anyone in there, okay? The next technique is visualization. And this is one of my favorite things. I am a very visual person. This one works the best for me. So this one's actually my very favorite. And what I use on my clients every single time they come over here is to feel their feelings. So I help them to visualize what their feelings look like. I help them to feel what their feelings are doing inside of their body. And so when you're doing this, close your eyes and allow your body to feel. Think about the things that you've felt that day, the thoughts that you felt, the ones that you tracked and wrote down from last week. Think about how you feel and what is showing up inside your body. And then from there, invite your higher power into the space with you. Invite your higher power to be in that room where you're visualizing and then physically see yourself hand over that emotion. And when I say physically, I mean like in your mind where you're watching your body take that feeling and hand it over to your higher power. This to me seriously feels so incredible. And even as I'm talking to you, I'm like, oh, I feel so good. I feel like I'm just releasing already as I'm talking about it because I've had some stress today. So when you start to do this, your body naturally will let things go because your body wants to feel good. Your body wants to feel happy. Your body wants to feel in this state of like relaxation. And so the more you do this, the more your body is naturally going to work in alignment for you for this. And then my next favorite technique to release is tapping. This is also referred to as the emotional freedom technique. So for this one, it is so much easier for you to see it rather than for me trying to explain it over and over again. So what I want you to do is I want you to go head over to my group, the WE Women Empowerment Society, and I have a video on there that you can watch all about the tapping technique and how you can do it. This one feels so good for those of you who like to do physical things, like you feel things so physically in your body, you have a lot of aches and pains. Tapping is an incredible technique for this and I will recommend it all day long. So those are my top three techniques that I love to use on myself personally, with my children, with my clients. Those are the ones that I will always come back to and always recommend. So be sure that you go check out that video in my group to not miss any of the details. And then the very last thing is that you need to replace it. I, I seriously want you to remember that, like ingrain it in every part of your being that you need to replace that negative energy that you just released. So take a deep breath for me. Good, doesn't it feel 
so amazing. So let's talk about some things that you can replace it with. I already kind of mentioned earlier that you could think about some things, but let's, let's go a little bit deeper into that. So you can replace it with anything positive. And here's what I recommend. I recommend that you ask your higher self. So that spirit being of you, your soul self, what she wants to feel instead of the negative thoughts and those feelings. Ask her what she wants to feel and trust again what she tells you. Maybe it's that she needs to feel more compassion or love. And then what you're going to do is you're going to picture and allow that positive vibration to come into your body. Like it's filling up all those holes, all those aches, all those pains, and it's replacing where all that negative was held onto with the positive. It feels so incredible when you start to do this. And the more that you do it, your life will dramatically improve. It will dramatically improve. So I mentioned my joy affection class. It is so phenomenal. And I'm just, I could talk about them all day long, but this past week, they reported to me that they were feeling way less physical pain. They were feeling more happiness in their homes and that they were enjoying their day instead of getting up and dreading it. And some people, they felt more confident and others had more awareness and they were able to nurture and love themselves all because their focus this last week was doing what I asked you to do. Pay attention to your thoughts and to your feelings. And so I want you to think, what is your life going to look like as you start to pay attention to how you feel and replacing it with how you actually want to feel? So all of this happened because of that choice, because they decided to have focus and direction in their life. I invite you today to decide that you can be victorious over your burdens. I want you to recognize that you do have people ready to support you and help you. Let your walls down and become who you want to be. If this episode inspires you to deal with your trapped crap, <laughs> I would love for you to subscribe and leave a review for me. I love seeing the positive impact this podcast is having on your life. I seriously love it. So thank you so much for listening. Go out there and make today great.